What's going on, Steelers fam? This is Coach LJ, and you are listening to the Metabolic Talk. Today, we are going to discuss carbohydrates, and that's a big topic out there. A lot of people say they're good. A lot of people say they're bad. There's a lot of misinformation out there, so we're going to cover all of that today. We're going to talk about what carbs are, what role do they play in our bodies, in our digestion, and how do they help us reach our goals, whether you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, or stay the same. We're also going to discuss different aspects of the carb digestion and different topics like glycemic index we are going to talk about glucose we are going to talk about different hormones that your body produces like glucagon insulin we're going to talk about glycogen what it is a lot of people talk about it so we're going to start talking about this right now and the first thing we are going to talk about is glycemic index a lot of people hear this all the time what is the glycemic index so The glycemic index basically measures out the amount of glucose that gets into your bloodstream and it tells you whether you have your blood sugar is high or it's low. There's a, it's a scale of one to hundred. If basically you score a hundred, that's basically drinking pure glucose. A lot of people that are listening to me, if you are women and you have been pregnant before, or if you know somebody that's been pregnant before, you probably have heard of the glucose test that they have to do. Women have to do while they're pregnant. That is designed to test how fast they women can actually process the sugar, I mean the glucose that they're actually consuming, to see whether they are at risk of uh, diabetes in pregnancy, which is a, it's a common thing that affects women while they're pregnant. They usually drink this uh, yellowish liquid, some, some are, it could be purple, it could be yellowish, uh, and that's basically pure glucose, they'll drink it in, then they'll get their blood tested and they'll see how high their blood sugar is after drinking that. That way, they'll doctors could you know if if they have diabetes uh, or any other thing, they could treat it so it could be safe for the mom and the baby. So the glycemic index measures the amount of sugar that's in your blood. Now every meal you eat, it doesn't matter whether you're eating pure protein. Uh, pure carbs, pure fats, it, they, it will definitely affect your blood sugar levels. It will increase your blood sugar levels. And as you digest it, that glucose that basically is in your in the food starts releasing into the bloodstream. Now, that, that's, that's really important because foods that are high in carbs, they tend to increase your blood sugar levels faster than foods that are lower in carbs. I mean, high and low glycemic index foods basically can affect your blood sugar level. So it doesn't mean that one won't affect it. It's just that ones will affect it less than the others. Basically, low glycemic index foods, they typically contain more fiber uh, that will basically take more time to digest. So then it doesn't affect your blood sugar as quickly as foods that don't have fiber. Now, when you have your blood sugar stays high for, for a long time and, and it's constantly high based on what you're eating, you are definitely at a higher risk of getting you know, having insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, uh, obesity. Uh, so there's a, b- a bunch of factors that could affect your health if you're eating foods that are that will increase your blood sugar really quick. So you will ha- they scale higher on that scale from 1 to 100. That's how basically blood sugar is measured on the glycemic index. Uh, like I said before, you know, carbs, foods high in carbs, they tend to affect them more. But also... Fiber is really good when it comes to controlling that. And one example of this is vegetables. Uh, so vegetables, they tend to be high in carbs, but they also have a lot of fiber. So that basically doesn't affect your glycemic index as much as something that's just pure carb, like table sugar. 
So to recap what glycemic index is, it's basically a scale of one, 0 to 100, and it measures out how your blood sugar is rising depending on what you're eating. Okay, Let's talk about glycogen. So a lot of people that work out, they are into fitness, they, they tend to mention a lot about glycogen. You need to have glycogen so you can have the energy to work out. You, you're, you'll be able to lift heavier weights if you have a lot of glycogen. The reality is that while that is true to a degree, it's not exactly how it works. So glycogen is basically glucose that's stored in your cells, mostly in your liver, some of it in the muscles. To understand how that happens, you need to understand what insulin and glucagon are. Those are two hormones that our pancreas produces that regulate our blood sugar. Basically, insulin and glucagon work in what's called a negative feedback loop. This process essentially means that one event triggers another and so on to keep your blood sugar levels balanced. That's pretty much what that means. During digestion, foods that contain carbs are converted into glucose. And a lot of you have probably heard what it is. So glucose is basically the carbs. Your body converts that, converts your carbs into glucose. That's why carbs are really important to your diet because they provide the most amount of energy of energy out there. That's basically what your body likes to feed off for energy. So whenever you're digesting, you're converting that into glucose. And most of that glucose, it's sent directly into your bloodstream for energy. When somebody says, hey, I'm feeling a little dizzy, I might, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. A lot of people tell you, hey, drink a, drink, a, uh, drink a glass of juice, take some OJ, maybe eat a cookie, eat something with sugar, and that will set you right off because you need to increase your blood sugar levels. And that is essentially what could be happening. Now, there's a lot of, a lot of things that could be happening while you're dizzy, but a lot of the times, this is what's happening. You haven't eaten in a while, you don't have enough energy in your system and your body, your blood sugar is going too low. So what that means is that you need to eat something with carbs that it will basically increase your glucose levels pretty quick and that will cause you to feel better. And that's how that would work. Now, whenever, uh, whenever that gets sent into the bloodstream, all that glucose, it basically causes your blood sugar to go up. Now it takes about two to four hours to, for that to happen, but Yes, it increases your blood sugar levels. It basically, what that means is that it tells your pancreas to produce more insulin. Insulin tells the cells throughout your body to take in that glucose from your bloodstream. And that basically gives you that energy for your daily activities. To walk, to work, to go to the gym, to do anything. Basically, yeah, that's, that's what happens. So the insulin basically tells that, that. That hormone is really important to balance your blood sugar. If you become tolerant to insulin, which is what happens when a lot of uh, when people have to type two diabetes, they become tolerant to the insulin. Well, that means that it doesn't. Your pancreas is producing insulin, but your body it's tolerant to that effect, so it's not releasing that glucose into your into your body. It stays in your bloodstream, keeping your blood sugar high. So then you are at risk of you know, having, you will have low energy and you're at risk of having other diseases. That's why it's really important to not, to manage the, the sugar intake, the carb intake that you, that you take daily. So you, you're not at risk for that. As basically as that glucose moves through your cells, your blood glucose levels go down. So it starts going down because that glucose is no longer in your blood. Now it's in your cells. It's powering, it's fueling your body. And 
a lot of those cells use that glucose as energy, but others, just like, you know, like your liver, your muscles, they store that excess glucose that you didn't use as energy into a substance called glycogen. So this is where glycogen comes from. Glycogen is stored in your muscles and your liver, and it's stored so you could use that as energy in between your meals. So you ate, and after two to four hours, you're out of glucose, your body's already depleted, but then what your body's going to do is going to start using your glycogen for fuel. And I'm going to go over that on how that works. So I said before that we were going to talk about insulin and glucagon. Those are your two hormones that your pancreas produces, and they work together, right? So glucagon basically does the opposite action, the opposite of insulin. So like I said, two to four hours your after you eat your glucose levels start basically decreasing and after, after six hours you don't have a lot of glucose in your body to 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 use for energy so then what happens is that's going to tell your pancreas hey i you know you ha i have blood you know my my blood sugar is really low we need to do something about it what are we going to do and then the pancreas will start producing another hormone called glucagon and that hormone basically tells your liver and your muscle cells to change all that glycogen that they have stored into glucose again. So then you could use that for energy. Your cells, you will release that glucose into your bloodstream and your other cells, you'll basically, uh, they'll basically use it for energy. So it, it's, a, it's an interesting process. And just to basically circle back on how it works, because I know it's a, a, a lot of information, it's pretty complicated. You eat food, right, uh, whether that's high in carbs or not, that will affect your blood levels of sugar, your uh, glucose levels, and it will go up. So your blood sugar will go up. Now, what happens as soon as that it's in, your pancreas will start producing insulin, which will tell your body to take that, that sugar, that glucose from your blood and send it to your body so you can use it for energy. So that's how energy, that's how you get that, that energy from the carbs and from food. Now, the excess glucose gets stored in your liver and your muscles as glycogen. It gets stored there, it, com it becomes glycogen, and it's saved there for later. Between two to four hours after eating, your blood sugar levels start going down, and by six hours after that, you don't have a lot of glucose in your system to use for energy, where now, your body, your pancreas, will start producing glucagon, which basically will signal, will send a signal to your liver and to your muscles to take that glycogen that's stored there and convert that back into glucose, send it back into the bloodstream, so the remaining cells in your, in your body use that, use that from the bloodstream and then convert it into energy, use that glucose, convert it into energy, and then that's how the cycle works. So that's why you need to, you know, constantly be eating so you can keep refueling, right? So this loop is basically always in motion. This is always working. It basically keeps your blood sugar levels balanced. So it avoids them from dipping too low or getting too high. That's how a body should work. So this is basically, that's how the whole, you know, glucagon, glycogen, insulin, all of that works. Now we're going to go over a different topic and it is a big question that a lot of people want answered and a lot of my friends ask me all the time and it is, do carbs make you fat? So I'm going to go over this with you. The short answer to this is no. Carbs don't make you fat. Stop saying it. Stop uh, believing what you hear online. That's not true. It's a total myth, uh, myth and we're going to debunk it right now. Uh, but first I wanted to talk to you about 
you know, all of these like social media influencers and all of that, that they say, I, I'm, I'm on a diet that's really low in carbs. I'm not eating carbs at all because carbs, you know, they, they, they make you gain weight and all of those things. And while they're saying that they're eating an apple or an orange and which basically fruits are essentially carbs. That's pretty much what they are. Fruits have no fat except avocado. You know, avocado has fat. I mean, some others do, but most fruits out there don't have fat. And they don't, they don't have a lot of protein. They might have a little bit, but the, the, the majority of what they are made of is carbs. So it's funny how you say, I'm not eating carbs, or you're eating an orange or an apple or any kind of food. Clearly, they don't know what they're saying. They think carbs are bread, and it's just not true. Uh, there's a bunch of different sources of carbs. Uh, there's the starches, which are your potatoes and all of those things. And there, there's the, you know, mainly made out of sugar, which is fruits you know, table sugar and so forth. So there's a bunch of different types of carbs, but carbs are carbs. And uh, the fact that they talk about, I'm not eating carbs, but you know, I can, an orange is fine. Well, you're eating carbs, you're consuming carbs. So don't, don't pretend that you're not, uh, that you're not. So carbs are one of the three main building blocks uh, that your body needs. Uh, they're basically, their building blocks are, are basically known as micronutrients and anything you eat will have micronutrients most meals most most foods you eat will actually have a combination it's really rare to find a source of micronutrient that's purely carb purely protein or purely fat usually they have a combination of the three some things too but typically that's what you're gonna find so the carbs like i said it's protein fats and carbs and they are essential for your body to function and i want to say that again because this is a proven thing scientifically proven all three are essential for your body to function. You need carbs, you need fats, and you need protein. If somebody's telling you that you don't need one of the three, they're not only lying to you, but they can affect your health. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm really clear on this because it's true. Now the carbs they can be split into three groups, and it's the sugars. Those are the short chain, short chain compounds like you find in, you know, fruits, um, you know, like apples, grapes oranges and you also find that in white sugar they are really sweet they are really pal palatable uh they're easy you know you eat them and a lot of people like them right uh the next ones are the starches they're a little bit longer uh longer chain of sugar compounds so they take a little bit longer to digest uh but they include you know bread pasta grains potatoes that those more or less that's what you're looking for when it comes to the starches now some of them digest faster than others some of them you know slower and the third part is basically the dietary fiber, which is, it's kind of like the odd one out because your body cannot digest it. So you're eating things that are high in fiber, you're still eating carbs, but your body can digest that. That's where the term of net carbs comes into play, which is another thing that while you might be eating net carbs, let's say you're eating something that says, oh, four grams of net carbs, and you look at the nutrition facts, you see 19 grams of carbs, but then out of those 19 grams of carbs, you have 15 grams of fiber. That's where the term net carbs comes from. Net carbs essentially is a subtraction of any, any source of carbs that your body can digest from the total amount of carbs. And then you get the net carbs, but it doesn't mean that you're not consuming them. You're still consuming 19 grams of carbs. And, and that's, that's important to know because you're still getting the carbs. You're just, you know, a bunch of that, your body cannot digest it. And while fiber is really good for your body, 
It's recommended that you eat a high amount of fiber every day. Too much fiber could cause you problems like constipation or other health issues. So you, you cannot just eat a bunch of fiber thinking that you're just subtracting the carbs because too much fiber can affect your body as well. Basically, and I say this, or I already said this, but apart from basically table sugar, it's really rare to find something that's purely carbs. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just not how food works. Now, there's the old saying of good versus bad carbs. I'm not going to talk about this for very long because there's hundreds of articles online that they will give you a list of carbs that you should eat and you shouldn't eat. And now, certain foods have more nutrients than others. Of course, if you eat pasta and you eat, for example, oatmeal, oatmeal has more nutrients in it. At the end of the day, carbs are carbs. So the amount of carbs in pasta and, and oatmeal they will be absorbed by your body the same way. It has nothing to do with the nutrients. The nutrients are a separate topic altogether. So basically, I hate using that word, good versus bad, when it comes to what we eat, because your body doesn't know. Your body cannot tell the difference when it comes to the nutritional value of it. And it's not to say that you could eat fast food all the time or eat a bunch of processed meals all the time, because while the nutritional value of those will make a difference, the, all the chemicals and artificial flavors and colors that those foods have will definitely affect your health in a different way. You could, you know, you could eat McDonald's every day and be in shape. Uh, the reality is that if you follow your macros, you could do that. Now you will probably develop a lot of other diseases because of how the quality of that food. That you know, you're talking about a lot of a bunch of chemicals to preserve them, a lot of colorants, extra flavoring that they add. To the to the meals so so it tastes amazing you know for some people I, I personally don't like McDonald's but and that's just me giving an example right I'm, I'm not I'm not you know it could be used to, with any fast food or any food you buy at a supermarket so it's really important for you guys to understand that the chemicals and all of that shit that it's in those meals will affect your health negatively but the nutritional factor of it it's the same. Your body cannot tell the difference. So that's why I say it's not about good versus bad when it comes to the nutritional part of it. It's basically, it would be good versus bad based on the, the crappy ingredients that they contain. So why do people think carbs make us gain weight? So it's been, you know, it's been proven false on multiple occasions throughout the years. There's a bunch of peer-reviewed articles and documents that they say that, yeah, carbs don't make you fat. It doesn't, they don't make you gain weight. But a lot of people have made a lot of money by selling the idea that carbs lead, you know, to obesity. So it's really hard to go against that. They don't. And you could you could go and there's a lot of different articles. One of them, for example, this is a 2017 article. You know, it's a pretty recent research uh, article by Hall and Guo. And they looked at 32 different control feeding studies. And, you know, that's a bunch of studies that they looked at. They didn't even do their, it's not just their own. They looked at 32 different ones and the results were as clear as day. When calories and protein are controlled, there's no energy expenditure or weight loss benefit from eating a low-carb diet over a high-carb diet. In the end, weight manipulation comes down to calorie control, not insulin control. That, that's the main thing. That's the main takeaway from that article is that. So when you're controlling calories and protein, there's really no benefit to be on a low-carb diet. And why? Because calories in versus calories out. I always talk about this and, and I'm going to 
you know, say it again. And I talked about it in the other podcast, and I probably will be talking about it on every podcast. Calories and earn are a unit of energy. So if you burn more than uh, than what you're consuming, you will lose weight. And if you burn less than what you're consuming, you will gain weight. It's calories in versus calories out. That is the sole factor in controlling your body, your body weight. Now, there's a bunch of other things that go into that if you want your specific goals attained. If you say, I want to lose weight, but I want to preserve my muscle and I want, I don't want to look uh, flabby. I, I, want, I want to look, you know, skinny but fit. Then, yes, it, you have to be at a calorie deficit, but you have to make sure that you're eating the right, the right amount of protein per day, the right amount of carbs per day, and the right amount of fat. Because it's not just as simple as, oh, I'm going to be at a deficit. It doesn't matter what I eat. I'm just going to count calories. Yes, you will lose weight, but your body, like your body cannot know what type of nutrients you're putting in. As soon as the nutrients go in, your body cannot distinguish whether they're coming from fast food or from a home cooked meal. Your body also cannot decide like that on when to lose, where to lose the weight. So if you are just counting calories, you will lose weight, but you could lose a bunch of muscle and not that much fat. You will just lose the weight. So that's why it's really important to know exactly how you're calculating your macros so you could eat the right amount of calories, the right amount of you know carbs, proteins, and fats, and then you could get to the goal that you want, whether you're trying to keep the body, the, the body weight you have, you're trying to increase it or reduce it. If you have a bunch of questions on this topic, you don't know where to start. You need help calculating your macros, setting up a plan, and all together, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll be happy to go over everything with you and see how I can help you. You can follow me on my social media as Mr. Denver Fit on Facebook and Instagram. You could follow me, my other account on Instagram, which is Zilus Coach, as well as my TikTok, which is also Zilus Coach. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a nice day.